Welcome to me again, week 50, Find Your Family. And it was a pretty alright week where I finally finished God of War. I got to watch a wrestling pay-per-view with my best friend, and I sent people down the highway to hell. And we'll talk all about it on this week's episode of Me Again, a self-help podcast about helping myself. Hey everybody, it's me again. And we're back to the old ways. I forgot to record on Sunday because Scotty is a great guy at recording. But it's okay because unlike last Friday, I remember Sunday. Sunday was actually pretty good. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, th- I, there's not too much. I like. I, I don't remember specific details. Like there wasn't many emotional moments. It was just kind of like your average day. Uh, it started out really rough, but we'll get into that when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. For Sunday, number one, what am I grateful for? And it's, it's. I think I've talked about it on the show before, but it's the Highway to Hell tournament that we do for uh, JXT, our developmental territory for JWF. And initially, we came up with it because we realized, oh no, we're gonna have to move video games every year. We're gonna have to go from 2K19 to 2K20 to 2K21, and then 2K20 was garbage and then 2k21 got canceled so we haven't had to move but we we still kind of kept it in honor of that and i like it because it kind of helps us cull the herd whereas uh we basically what it is is the highway to hell tournament is a uh big tournament our eight worst girls and our eight worst guys battle it out to become number one contender to their respective division. So the men's get the World Heavyweight Championship, the women's get the Women's Championship. And if you lose, you die, and we just never use you again in the game. And obviously we've changed it around where, like, if it's a character I really liked, I ended up bringing them back in JWF, or we brought them back in JXT as, like, special Battle Royal kind of things. But outside of that... It's really fun because there are characters like Pepsi Fox, <laughs> who is the worst character we've ever made. And we're like, how do we get rid of this? Well, we rely on the Highway to Hell tournament. And I like it. I think it's really creative. You don't see any wrestling where people die, actually. So that's one of the luxuries we get out of our fun, unique way of looking at wrestling. Now, what was awesome, and it was Sammy Magic, because whereas last week's was very super emotional, I got really sad. This week's was so dumb, and it was the most fun I've ever had writing an episode, because it's, it's it's based in the chapter where Harry has to go play Quidditch against, I think it's Hufflepuff, and Snape is refereeing it, so he's like panicked. So I just decided to focus the whole episode on that, meaning I got to write my own mini sports drama in the middle of it all. So uh, it's really fun. I ripped off a speech from Rudy, and then I ripped off the uh, speech from Friday Night Lights that ends with like, what is it? Wide eyes, cool hearts, can't lose, whatever that one is. <laughs> and so I wrote all that in, and it was really fun. I liked it or not. Now, what was not awesome, and it's depression. Because a whole lot of stuff I'd been kind of avoiding got pushed to the forefront yesterday because I got, I, I don't know if I've talked about it on the show, but Dragon Con, I, I, I basically told them like, hey, I can't run a panel because I've got way too much going on right now. I don't have enough time to focus on it and I would rather give you guys the best possible product. And they said, I respect that. And then they didn't put me on 
any other panel. So I was like, that's really weird. And then I woke up Sunday and they're like, hey, also, you're not running our digital, you're not running our uh, social media anymore, which I have been really bad about. So, you know what? Good. But also it just kind of reminded me like, oh, yeah, they're doing that because they don't like you because they took they are not putting you on any panels. They don't care about you. And it got me really jaded and really angry and really hyper depressed. And then I remembered the stuff with Guinness and it was just like all my failures coming back to bite me. And it led me into this very depressive spike. And that's why, number one, I'm very grateful for Emily because like she understood when I looked at her and did what I had to do to help myself, which is go to work early. Basically, I said, oh, no, I've been pushing this stuff down and it's coming back to light. Well, let's go ignore it <laughs> again, because like, I don't know how to handle it emotionally because I'm like, well, I've done everything I can do. Like, obviously, I wasn't the best social media manager, so that's why that is I'm Guinness's decisions is completely out of my hands. Their decision for who goes on panels is completely out of my hands. So I just kind of have to talk through it and accept it or push it down, which is what I did. But it really did help me, and it kind of helped me. I, I, it gave me a chip on my shoulder that I've been missing for a very long time, a chip to say, you know what, fine, you'll put me back on next year. I don't care. Guinness will respond to me soon enough. Like, it was a real chip on my shoulder to work. Like, uh, the other week when I did that tarot reading with JV, one of the cards I got, which was like, what energy do I need going forward? And it was like the fire ant, which was this very aggressive, like, know what you're worth, go for it, uh, behavior. And I was like, okay, but now on to today, because we gotta talk about today too. And it was an all right day. It was an average day. I stuck to keto still and I, kind of feel like death <laughs> but outside of that i'm good uh the only bad thing is i didn't record bs so that that kind of sucked uh but outside of that let's get into the uh, things i'm grateful for the four pillars of awesomeness you know the deal uh and i'm grateful for uh it sounds weird but have you guys seen those apps that are like you can make money taking surveys or you can make money playing video games well i finally downloaded some and obviously i didn't make a lot of money it made like five bucks but outside of that, I'm going to keep doing it every day. And if I could keep making like five bucks a day times seven days a week, that'd be 35, 70, 140 a month. That's not a bad extra take in to just get an extra fiver a day. That's not bad. So I like that a lot. And then also taking all those surveys made me grateful for something else. And it's the fact that I'm now really confident. And who I am, at least because like for a while, I was like, I might be non-binary, I might not. And I've been talking to a lot of people about it, unsure. And I remember taking some of those surveys and it made me feel uh, really welcomed because the the actual app itself said, what do you identify as male, female? And then it gave me the non-binary option and I felt very happy and welcomed. I selected it and was like, I guess, yeah, I am. And the way I knew I was is when I started taking surveys that said, are you male or female? And I was like, I hate you so much. Give me my option. Like I got started to get that rage and that anger and it made me feel really, really good. So this is now a podcast by a non-binary person, I guess. That makes me very, very excited. Now I can just, if I can just figure out sexuality i'm good actually no i think i i've figured out something close to it and it's venetian i think because uh jv appropriately sent me a list of uh sexualities for non-binary people because you know it's weird for us because we don't identify as a certain gender so it's like 
so wait, are you, are, are you gay? Are you like straight? Like, what are you? And I found it's Venetian, I think is what it's called. That might be wrong. It's, it's Venus, the planet IAN. It means I am attracted to feminine energy and females. And it's really nice to actually put a label on it because I, I've realized like, but wait a minute, I'm attracted to tra- certain trans men. So what does that make me like? So it, it, it's still, I'm still working with it, but I'm getting closer. I'm, I'm pincering in on what I am. Now, what was awesome? And it's the fact that I did a lot of auditions. Uh, my friend Tal released the, uh, call sheet for their new show, Someone Dies in This Elevator. And I got to audition. And since I know Tal, I messaged them like, yo. <laughs> Who do I need to audition for? Who would I be not a good fit for? And so they messaged me back like, oh, this, 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 and this. So I read through, read all those lines. Then I found a, um, basically a, what's a, a visual novel a la, um, Doki Doki Literature Club, but it's all about cryptids. So I auditioned for that and I'm just really excited to be a voice actor and do the acting things. Now, what wasn't awesome? And it's the most stressful thing for me in my, in my entire life. It's the fact that I, I hate to say it. I didn't have work to do. <laughs> and I know this is the most first world problem of all time. But, uh, I, I already knew I wasn't going to have much work to do. But then I got to the office, edited me again, did my auditions and then sat there and then looked at Blake and I had planned to record at eight, just kind of penciled it in. And Blake looked at me and said, yeah, I can't go till nine thirty. So that wasn't good wasn't good at all so i didn't have any work to do so i just kind of sat there like i guess i'll watch monday night raw and just kind of freak out for a few but luckily i was able to kind of get drawn into the show make some tea uh drink a protein shake just enough to keep me going throughout it but man i i hate how much i stress when i'm able to relax and now finally how did i help myself and it's very very dumb but it's kind of going back to what I talked about last week, where I was finding cravings and figuring out ways to fix them. I found a, a, a new thing to crave that is keto-friendly, and it's peanuts. Oh my god, peanuts are so good. And especially, like, if you get them in the shell, and you get, like, that visceral animalian feeling of just cracking open a peanut in your bare hands and devouring it. It's my favorite. Same reason, like, when I'm not on keto, I love eating those cutie tangelo kind of things. Because it's just so barbaric, <laughs> just ripping it apart. Uh, so I, I had a bunch of peanuts today, and they were very, very delicious. And it sounds dumb, but it helped me a lot. Um, I guess a uh, broader spectrum of things, it helped me because now I'm finding other things to eat during keto. Like, I think that's why I kind of flopped during that first couple of weeks I had a couple of weeks ago was the fact that I was like, same thing every day, same thing every day. But now I'm kind of back to where I was pre-Big Scotty when I was athletic Scotty. I'm back to that state of like, oh, okay, yeah, if I if I take out this, uh, if I take out this MCT oil and this protein shake and then put in the peanuts, it'll all even out. It's really fun. It's almost like a game for me because I still kind of have some macros I want to hit, not enough, or um, make sure I don't go too high on carbs. So basically, if I need to add in something like peanuts, it's now a balancing game of, okay, if I take this out, what does it do? Put that back in, take this out, put this back in. It's, it's really nerdy and really fun, but I like it a lot. But that was my day. I'm now, gonna go rest my voice because if you couldn't tell it's it's slowly dying because we recorded jwf and then i said yeah we can't do bs tonight or i will die so i'm gonna go rest up get this voice sounded right and i will talk to you guys tomorrow
Hey everybody, it's me again. And I'm in a lot of pain, but we'll talk about that in a few minutes, and I don't know where the pain is coming from. But uh, yeah, it was an it was average day. I slept in because what it happened was I reached my, basically the Rise app will tell me when my melatonin will peak, and it's usually around like 12.30. So I got in there at 12.30. And then I started to have some real bad existential dread kick in, at which point I said, well... I can either sit here and suffer or shop for purses. So I just started shopping for purses, and I found some really cute ones. But outside of that, uh, I ended up going to sleep late, waking up late, getting to the office late, not writing everything I was supposed to do, not recording everything I was supposed to do. But I still did quite a lot, and also I didn't feel alone because of what I am grateful for today. That's right, sneaking into those four pillars of awesomeness. And what I'm grateful for is my Twitter family. It's for all of the different people I've met on Twitter and who I communicate with back and forth on there. And it means a lot to have them around because, A, most of them are podcasters, so I can say it is work when we communicate. But also, it's just, it's nice to find my tribe because in the world of podcasting, there are niches within niches and within niches, and for a while there, I was just like, I'm a podcaster. And then I would start to go to conventions and be like, wow, podcasters suck. So then I would delve down a niche and be like, okay, well, I'm more, I'm not like the business podcasters, I'm the cool kind, right? Like you guys. Some of you guys suck, too. And then I started delving down and getting more specific and more specific until I found a group of really badass audio drama people and other podcast producers who are really great, including what I did that was awesome today, which is I was on a podcast called The Big Match Minute, which is where they watch – currently they're watching the Firefly Funhouse match at WrestleMania, which I think we've talked about before on the show, and breaking it down minute by minute. Each episode is a minute. And – Oh my god, I had so much fun on it. I really did, because here's the problem. Like, I love Fight Boys, but with Fight Boys, we have to talk about what's going on in wrestling. We can't really reminisce about things in the past. We do a little bit, but not that much. And that's fine, but also wrestling kind of sucks right now. So it was fun to go back and look at that match, and then also say, like, literally break down and analyze things, which is my favorite thing about wrestling. Like, there was this moment where... Uh, during the Firefly Funhouse match, Bray Wyatt looks at John Cena and literally just tells him, like, you're the man. You're on top of this company, but you're alone because you're a bully. You are a terrible person. You've got one chance to make it all right. And then John Cena turns to him and just starts doing what he had been doing before, which is insulting him. And at that moment, I realized, like, oh, that's interesting because that's how John Cena has been his entire career. He'll go through things that should change his character and then don't. And it's really, really cool. And I loved getting to break it down. Now, what wasn't awesome? And I already teased it. But I hurt my wrist and I don't know why. I, ju- I just don't know why. Like I got, I got home and I got home late cause I had to work up a little bit longer and like literally the entire pinky side of my hand was in pain. And then we just recorded fun fiction. And after I got done with that, like my wrist was in pain. It's like my entire nerves going up my arm suck right now. So that's not good. Um, but it wasn't really that bad. As the the thing that was really bad is actually how I helped myself, and that is I've started to initially I said I was going to go cold turkey, quitting my vape. Uh, I've 
once I realized, like, oh, no, I can't, like, my, my, I guess my mind is now used to it almost habitually of just, like, okay, I've got a little break, take the hit, and then go back to what I was doing, uh, like, to a point where I was barely able to drive because my hand was instinctively, like, reaching down to grab a vape that wasn't there. So instead, what I'm going to do is limit myself to where if I'm at work, I'm not going to vape. Uh, that way, also, it'll help with my audio quality. It'll help with all kinds of stuff. Uh, if I need something, I do have my old vape here without a battery in it. So I can just sit here and, like, inhale nothing. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I think I'm only going to vape, like, at home or if I go on long car rides places. That way, I can start limiting myself down. Like, just do this one day and then, like, in a week, I can limit it to only when I'm driving. And then after that, limit it to zero nicotine and see where we can go from here. Just because, like, my heart rate was getting super high last night again. That was the other thing that I was somewhat panicky about was sitting there going, like, my heart rate's really high. It's like 110. Why is it 110? I've been doing good. Like, even right now, it's at 100, and that's after a day of not having much nicotine. And I looked it up, and they're like, well, if you want to lower your resting heart rate, work out more, which I'm going to do eventually. Uh, they were like, st- less nicotine, less caffeine. And I was like, okay, well, I've cut out most energy drinks. Other than what the Saturday incident from last week, all I have is really like one cup of coffee a day and then some tea. So I guess the nicotine's the next thing to go. So let's, I'm limiting myself on that, hoping I can get rid of that. And then we're going to start adding in yoga. We're getting rid of the bad behaviors and then we're going to start putting in the good ones. But that's a conversation for later. That's a conversation for when I talk to you guys tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again, and it was an all right. It was an all right day. I can talk again. It was just kind of a I don't feel good kind of day, and we'll talk about that later. But like headaches and pain, like my at least my wrist felt better from yesterday. But it was like okay, we're gonna go from that pain to neck pain to exhaustion to a lot of stuff, and it was mostly because like. I didn't drink a lot of water today, so I was very dehydrated. So that might have been what it is. But we'll talk about it in the Four Pillars of Awesomeness. But before we get to that, what am I grateful for today? And it's for being so far in the world of podcasting that I feel like I can speak up and think about things critically in the moment. As opposed to, like, there are certain things that I'm very well aware about, but it takes me a few before I can actually really think critically about it. Like, I actually have to sit down and plot things out, but I can, like, improv be critical. Like, it's the same thing with wrestling. I can actually sit there and think about it in the moment and not have to take a break. And the reason I realized that was I did a basically kind of a pitch meeting today with a guy coming up with a new podcasting app. And it's all right. There were a lot of issues I found with it, but I think at the end of the day, after what I had told him, he has, and their company has the capability of coming up with a really cool app. But I could have just sat there and listened to the pitch and been like, okay. And in my head, like, I was being hypercritical of it because I was like, ah, I don't think that this isn't going to work. And I could have easily just outwardly thought, this isn't going to work. I'm just going to sit through this and not do anything. But instead, I opened my mouth and was like, you probably should change this. You need to reach out to these people. You need to do this. You need to do that. And of course, the whole time, he's sitting there like, yeah, that's that's something we're going to work on in the future, but we can't do it right now. I'm just going to show you what I have. And I'm like, no, listen. So I was I was vomiting feedback at him. And it was one of those moments of me just being like, 
yeah, that's who I am. That's kind of the person I am is someone who will violently vomit feedback at you. And he was asking for it. So he got it. Um, and it made me feel really happy to know that I can kind of be seen. And I know I've said this in the past, like when I got went to Google and talked to them, but I like being someone who can talk very critically about the field that I'm in. Now, what was awesome, and it's really cheesy, and it was something really simple, because I didn't really do that much at work, but it was watching Hamilton with Ripley, because I can only watch so many crappy, uh, like, fairy tale things over and over again, so I finally said, you know what, let's watch Hamilton. So I turned it on, and I was waiting for her to, like, crawl out of my arms and run away, but no, she started dancing, like, when nonstop hit, she, or was it nonstop? I, it might have been what, whichever song it was. She started dancing in my arms and it was so adorable. And like, oh, she was so cute today. And like, she's getting very good at power bombs, <laughs> taking power bombs. She doesn't power bomb me. And it's just so fun getting to hang out with that baby, even though I didn't feel that good today, which is actually what wasn't awesome. And it was because, like I said, I didn't drink much water, didn't have a lot of fluids in me, did not feel good at all like it was hard to move around at bits i had a lot of pain in my neck i literally had to just sit down at one point and uh get put on my neck massager and just sit there in my agony but it's because of that that i kind of helped myself because i could have easily worked through it and just said no we're gonna do everything we were supposed to do which actually didn't have that much to do today because wednesday's kind of my light day And I'm really grateful for the fact that I was able to take today to relax and to help myself and watch Up, Up, Down, Down on YouTube, watch AEW, get to relax just to kind of chill here and not have to worry about too much. And it helped me a lot. Like, now I feel better. We recorded BS. We recorded Opposite Attractions, which, by the way, I'm super excited for the next season of Opposite Attractions. It's going to be really fun. One of my favorite theme parks we ever made is coming back. So I'm very hyphy about that. But yeah, it's... It was a rough day because of all the pain, but there were really good moments in between that made me very, very happy. And uh, I'm going to leave you guys with that. I'm going to go get some rest and hope tomorrow I don't have any pain. And I will talk to you about that when I see you tomorrow. Hey, everybody. It's me again. And that was uh, it was actually like a really good day. Um Actually, yeah, it was. It was a really good, like, part of me was like, is, was there a reason that it wasn't good? And I'm like, no, it, it was. It was just a very, very good day. I got a lot of stuff accomplished. I got a lot of time to relax. I got to spend time with a lot of great people. And I learned how to use my powers for good, which we will talk about in the Four Pillars of Awesomeness. Number one, what I'm grateful for is exactly that, using my powers for good. I remember a long time ago, I think one of our first episodes was called, like, The Slytherin Way. And it was the fact that I used my Slytherin evil dark side to kind of bring some good in the world. And I did that again tonight because I've realized on Twitter, I'm really, I really try to stay away from everything. I'm kind of like, uh, what's the best example? I am, I am a, uh, I'm a country that has no allegiances to every, anybody. I'm just staying in the background. And I don't try to pick any fights. Even though I'm a person who enjoys, like, I don't enjoy arguing, especially with someone who's an idiot. So usually if I want to start an argument, I will go in and see, can I convince them or do they just want to be an idiot? In most cases, they just want to be an idiot. But in some cases, uh, I get actually really, really mad and I want to do something about it. But also I kind of remember my Twitter brand and I'm like, would it make sense for me to 
pop off like this on my Twitter feed? Should I do this? And today I finally just said, you know what? Yeah, because um, my friend Tal, we've talked about on the show before, uh, they apparently did a lot of epic sound design for a podcast and never got credited for it and then got misgendered and then got mistreated and then got labeled as like hard to work with. And so your boy got mad. (laughs) Scotty got real, real upset and went on a long Twitter tirade. And during it, I remembered like, oh, yeah, I am very good at ranting and I am very good at popping off when things need to be popped off on. And I like being able to use that power. I like dipping into that. And it's almost like the other day when I did that tarot reading with JV, which you can listen to now, look up JV Reads the Tea, um, uh, the energy that they said going forward needed to be the fire ant, which was like very aggressive. And then also like the emperor was another big part of it. So like big emperor aggressive energy. And I went like, no, this is my space. These are my people. You don't mess with my people. And that's kind of the energy I want to start bringing forward now, which is if you wrong one of my people, I will come for you and I will destroy you. So I like I like tapping into that side of me that I kind of keep held back because it's almost like uh, I'm hiding emotion. I'm hiding anger. I'm hiding sadness just to try to get past things. And that's not how you need to live, live life. Live with all your emotions uh, and uh, otherwise you live with no emotions. And I like being really happy. And I'm really happy after letting all those negative emotions out. Now, what was awesome today? And number one, um, and you can listen to it right now, I interviewed JV for a new series I'm doing called Deviant Creators. Basically, while Deviant is in a hiatus, I wanted to find something to keep people occupied. And so I found, like, why don't I talk to my favorite audio drama people, talk to them about their shows, about what their creative process is like, and then if they've listened to Deviant, they can ask me questions. It's just like a real fun back and forth. And uh, yeah, that was great. Like we, we went off for an hour and started talking about like villain theory and why we make villains a certain way, and it was really fun. And the other thing that was awesome was writing Sammy Magic, because I, I wrote three episodes, which is already awesome in and of itself, and also... I finally really diverged because I've diverged in the past, like doing small changes to Harry Potter or maybe like uh, slightly big things or things just happened differently. This is the first time I ever wrote a full chapter of Harry Potter that just wasn't there. I just put in a brand new storyline into Harry Potter. And part of me is really nervous because I'm like, well, it wasn't part of it. But also, it it really helps. It really adds to the gravitas of what's going on and really adds some urgency to it. Like, uh, it adds urgency to the concept of the House Cup because the House Cup initially is just kind of like, this just means you're cool. There's not really much writing on it. And so I wrote something in that actually forces something to ride on the House Cup to make the House Cup important. And so I did that. I wrote out a bunch of stuff I thought was weird and problematic. I changed a few things here and there. And yeah, I'm just proud of the way it turned out. Now, how what wasn't awesome is also how I helped myself. And it's taken myself a good, good nap because I was exhausted. I was exhausted all day. And so finally I got to the house and Emily looked at me and was like, you're tired, take a nap. And I'm like, yeah, but I I do want to spend time with you. And uh, I was like, I did tell her, like, I would like to take a nap, but also, like, I I don't know. So me and her spent a little bit of time together. Then I took a nap. And what sucks is I didn't wake up until I had to leave. Like, literally, Emily woke me up and said, hey, just so you know, um, 
we're about to go to bed, so you probably need to, like, go to work. And I went, okay, fine. But, yeah, it was a really nice nap, and that's how I kind of helped myself, was giving myself some relaxation time. At first, I didn't even want to nap. Like, I was watching Drawfee, one of my favorite YouTube channels, and then I just passed out in the middle of it and then woke up at 8 o'clock. But it was a nice nap. Sucked a little bit because at the end, I, I woke up a little bit heartburny. Because I may have chugged some coffee right before I took a nap because I heard like a life hack that you drink coffee before the nap and then it kicks in mid-nap and when you wake up, you're really awake. So I, I did that, but then I also got like some real rough internal combustion issues but outside of that like i said it was a really good day talking to a lot of people feeling included and feeling welcomed and having my own little audio fiction family and they mean the world to me so i'm really excited about that but i'm even more excited to tell you guys about what happens when i see you guys tomorrow hey everybody it's me again and This one's gonna be rough because I didn't record Friday or Saturday because I'm bad at my job and I'm bad at this show. But luckily, unlike last week, I remember Friday and what happened. It was actually a pretty good day. I had a lot of real, a lot of fun and I discovered my next big adventure and next big thing I'd like and it is like whatever that accent was uh, and we will talk about it in the four pillars of awesomeness number one it's what I'm grateful for and it's the fact that I really want a new drawing tablet uh, initially I want because like for the longest time I had one of those drawing tablets where you draw on basically like a blank screen and it shows up on your computer And it's horrible, and I hate it, so I really wanted one with a screen on it. And I found one that was all right. It was kind of basically a, um, like an Android tablet with a pen that came with it. But then I found Huion, which is one of the best drawing tablet companies out there, makes a very affordable tablet that I can plug in. I can use it as a second screen, which is really awesome. And um, because of that, I ended up setting up my Kofi account again, basically saying, hey, y'all, if you want to help out, it'd be great. And so many people came out, like um, my cousin-in-law immediately was like, I'll do whatever it takes. I can help. Uh, One of my best friends was like, hey, uh, by the time I get my next paycheck, if you haven't made your goal, let me know. And I said, okay. And then like, and so many other people were donating and it made me really happy. And hopefully I'll be able to get it before the end of the week because I also think it's on sale. Now, what was awesome? Number one, I finished God of War. So I finally got done playing. This is like the first time in forever I've finished two video games like back to back. But I finally finished God of War. It was very fun. It's not as it's not as like conducive to my play style as say spider-man was spider-man is probably like my best one of my favorite video games of all time if you couldn't tell from how much i gushed about it on the show but god of war storyline was was very fun so that was great and then also um uh gazi one of our patreon saints tweeted out or someone tweeted out hey if you have a wrestling t-shirt show it to me and i they tweeted them uh, gazi tweeted them the uh shirt of the jebaduck from jxt and they retweeted it they're like this is actually badass this is awesome and i was it just made me feel good to see people appreciate my work uh now what wasn't awesome was friday was a very low energy day for your boy i was kind of just chill the whole day relaxed not much energy to come out of me it was a whole lot of napping and the way i ended up helping myself that day was finally by getting into something i invested in a very long time ago and that's masterclass um and i jumped back into masterclass i ended up starting the one on how to negotiate and 
it's very interesting, A, because I'm learning new things, but B, also seeing things that I do naturally that this guy's like, oh, yeah, this is what you do. Like, the first lesson was on empathy and making sure you see everything from their point of view and make it not an argument, but make it a discussion how both sides can come out with something positive. I was like, oh, that's something I already do. But then I learned about stuff like mirroring and um, just numerous very fun techniques. But if I tell you about them, they won't work when we negotiate in the future. But that was Friday. Uh, Saturday was a very simple day because... It was a wrestling pay-per-view day, and Blake came down. So that was what I was grateful for on Saturday. I was grateful I got to see my best friend. We got to watch one of uh, our favorite wrestling companies' pay-per-view. We watched it last year at Dragon Con. It's now like an annual tradition that we watch it every year together. And the show was all right, but the show had numerous problems, including allowing a man who just got a concussion to continue wrestling, which was a rough thing. And I was upset at a lot of it because... I mean, you guys saw when SummerSlam happened in WWE, I was upset, and it made me very upset. But AEW, which is what this show was, I hold them to an entirely higher standard than WWE, so it takes a lot for me to get angry at them, but it led to me making a new show concept, and that was what I did that was awesome. If you listened to when I talked about SummerSlam, you'll know basically what I ended up doing was recording a long argument about how they could have done it better, and I just decided to make that a new series on the Fight Boys YouTube channel. I'm calling it How to Fix, and basically after big pay-per-views, I'm going to sit down and say, this is why it was bad, and this is how you fix it. Here's what you should have done. Here's what should have happened here. And it's a really fun format, and I love playing in it because I love fantasy booking stuff. So it's fun to go through a whole card and redo it. Now, what wasn't awesome was... Well, it's weird because it, and on Saturday I said having to punish CJ because that is what I ended up having to do because we've told him numerous times, yes, you can use our bedroom if you'd like to chill and watch YouTube videos. But don't lock the door, don't slam doors, don't run around the house. And in one fell swoop, he stomped across the house to go to the bathroom, stomped back, running, then slammed our door, and then locked it. And I was like, okay, you've done, like, you did it all at once. And um, and so then we ended up, uh, what's the phrase? Oh, yeah, taking the door off of his room. And... That sucked, because I'm like, that was, my, that was my silver bullet. That was my big negotiation piece, was if you keep doing this, I'm going to take your door off. The only problem is, now it's happened so much that I had to give in and actually take his door off. The problem is it's now Monday, as I record this. I don't think the boy realizes his door is gone yet. I don't. I genuinely do not think the boy realizes he does not have a door anymore. So, oopsie poopsies, that was, it didn't work. It just did not work. Because we didn't tell him because he locked himself in his room. So, I just took the door off and was like waiting for him to realize, oh, no, I made something, a bad mistake. But no, he just never realized it. And um, the way I helped myself was actually by doing a lot of research into therapy and into me and Emily's um, our uh, uh, health insurance. So I did a lot of research into health, our health insurance, and uh, it turns out just through our health insurance provider, we can do online therapy, and we can like not through uh, Headspace, not through uh, Talk, whatever, BetterHelp, like not through any of those. They just have their own online therapist and online psychologist. They are a little expensive which sucked so i am gonna have to call them and see like how much of this is covered how much would it actually be for me and stuff like that but i, I was excited to actually be able to sit down 
and see all of that stuff. So, yeah, hopefully your boy and Emily are going to get therapy soon, and that makes me very, very happy. So I, uh, I'm i going to do more research on that, and I'll tell you guys in the future how that goes. But for now, I'm going to finish editing this episode, and I will see you guys tomorrow. Man, there's like one constant throughout my entire life, and it's been having to kind of build my own family, because I... Like, being an only child who was only close with, like, my nana, my papa, and my mom and dad, I kind of was forced to build my own family constantly, and I'm really happy I'm... Because, like, it takes me a while. In high school, it wasn't until junior, senior year that I felt like my theater department family was my family. In college, it took me three, four years before I was confident that they were my family. And now, three or four years later in the podcasting field, I'm starting to find my own family. And that makes me really, really excited just because it, it instantly improves my mood. Like, that's the, that's the dumb thing is we, we, and by we, I mean me, do so many things like if I lose weight, I'll be happy. If I, uh, if I run every day, I'll be happy. If I use this special lamp that wakes me up and sets my serotonin properly in the morning, like that'll help me. But at the end of the day, like nothing beats people, man. Nothing beats having a family who you can talk to constantly and, uh, and get feedback from and, it, it means a lot to actually have a strong actual family and now building my strong uh, online social uh, social uh, podcasting family. It means a lot. Um, so, yeah, talk to your family. Call your mom. <laughs> Anyways, as always, remember to support the show on Patreon, patreon.com slash loadedbs, the website. You get access to exclusive content. If you want to help me buy a uh, if you want to help me buy a tablet, my my good good drawing tablet, you can donate there. Or if you want to just do a one time donation, you can on Kofi.com slash Scotty Mo. That is K-O dash F-I dot com slash S C O T T Y E M O or pick up some me again merch at merch.loadofpurebs.com. But as always, make sure to send your questions, comments, and psychiatric concerns to me on Twitter at Scotty Mo. And as always, don't forget to be awesome, and I won't forget to be me again.